Nigga, we gotta start the podcast. Oh my god, I'm trying to. You Bro, you like, do this every no, single no, time. No, don't no, 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 Head different, head different. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, that's the only part of that whole song I know. Head different when I'm something, something with somebody. Yeah. Something, 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 something. Something, 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 something. Something, so you got, you know, it's crazy because I was thinking, I was like, ah, we don't really do old songs. Like, why don't we do like a newest song? But See, then, I was, I was like, I don't really feel like, I don't really feel like, I need you to think, mind think your own business. Travis. I need you to mind, what? <laughs> why do you want to listen to Travis Scott but you? First off, relax. <laughs> or you really turn this into just an argument for 30 you know minutes. How, like, you know where your friend's trigger points are. So you say something purposely. That's why your forehead, big bitch. You're like, damn, why you could, why? <laughs> yeah, like I got all these other flaws, but you had to go for that one. <laughs> for that one, I remember like I used to make fun of like my one of my other friends' dad, right? And it would be like the three of us. So the other friend would be like, "I don't have a dad," and I'd be like, <laughs> "You took that way less." I feel you, but like a little less funny now. Nah, Anyways. Hi, whiners. How y'all doing? Oh, I don't even think I have the gallery view on. They're probably going to hate us. <laughs> <laughs> I always Should I have that? Oh, shit. Yeah, so when it records, it just will, like, flip back and forth the first, like, couple of times. Oh. But now that it's gallery view, it will show the whole thing. Because it hit different. Hit different. Hey, you like how I did that, right? That's what I hear. That's exactly what I hear. All right, whiners, we're back with a new episode of the Wine Night Podcast. You heard it's your girl, the one, the only, Nia Bia. Mikey Box, three X's because I'm nasty. I ain't tired. Well, I'm still tired, but I'm gonna give y'all some energy today. I fucking lost my ID call today, man. And then also on top of that, right? I walk, I walk back. You know how far that sh- I walk back to one of my buildings. You know how far that shit is, right? Mm-hmm. Came back. Mind you, I haven't had lunch yet. I'm it's hot as fuck, right? The sneakers ain't comfortable. So I walk up and down, I don't see the shit, right? Mm-hmm. I come back. So I called housing meal plan all the motherfuckers. I was like, look, like cancel that shit. Somebody in there swiping. <laughs> Niggas just swiping in the building's wallet. Out here having fun, honey. But yeah, I lost the shit. So I told him I was like, yo, I need my new ID card. So I'm thinking they're gonna charge me, but I guess cause I'm staff, like I'm the you know, I guess the, <laughs> You out here. Yeah, I'm out here. Then I come back, I open up my computer and I get an email. Somebody fucking found my ID card. So you did all of that for no reason. So granted, I didn't pay, but Still. I'm, <laughs> I I'm spent. Damn, which picture looked better too? The one you took today or the one you took last time? Oh no, it was just a reprint. Oh, that's bullshit. I I want y'all to suffer like I had to. That when you go in there all cute for the first one, you lose your ID. You were there. You know I never you know halfway like this. <laughs> eyebrows not done. 
And I'm missing oh. four fingernails on one finger. I mean, on one, one hand. <laughs> yeah, I look dusty. Of course, that's There's the not one ID picture of me in existence where I look prepared. Like, Where you you I just look like a man that just came in and take a picture. <laughs> I realize that all of my like IDs go like dumb hard for no reason. Like I'm cheesing, and I realize why I'm so happy to take this busted ass picture. But here <laughs> I am, eyes half closed. <laughs> cool. Or I have them people that ID pictures. They be like, and I'm like, bro, you about to get your driver's license? <laughs> I- what for my driver's license not the first one but the second time i got my license like when you have to renew it i had a twist out honey i put the lashes out on you it's a black and white photo and i still put makeup on i say <laughs> this blemish free like skin i was in there looking cute and it expires on the 24th so i'm like i'm gonna have to prepare for this oh so they made you they made you um you i had to go back in. huh you don't just reprint it no, when you have to renew your license because you look different. So every X amount of years, you have to go and get a new one. So if you get a new one in between the time it expires, right? Say you lost oh, it or whatever the case may be, they'll just reprint you one. But if you like, if you're, in, at least in New York, if it's getting ready to expire, they will tell you to come in, retake a picture, all that jazz. So yeah, that was, I was in there. I'm styling and profiling with my hair, honey. <laughs> you can't tell me nothing. I hear you, I hear you. But anywho, for those of you who are joining us, get your ass on my garbage can. Sorry, I'm yelling at my dog for all, for all y'all. <laughs> See me? Anyway, um, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, thank you so much for giving us a chance. For those of y'all who came back, I don't know why you're here, but we glad to have you as well. Um, I, we did something right, and I will take that any day of the week, honey, okay? Any day of the week. So, Michael, are you ready? Am I ready or am I ready, ready? Are you ready, ready? I'm ready, ready. Oh, uh, get the wine, bitch, because it's ready for the great <laughs> Hold And now it's time for... We're near beer. All right, let's do it. Let's jump right into it because I don't know nothing else. All I do is stay ready. The fuck? Anywho, I'm coming out the gate strong. So your man Tory Lanez is wilding. First off, first no. Off, first off. <laughs> you were the one capping for fit. Um, you were the one. You were the one. Really lot to you. Face. Was like, oh, like I really like his album. I really love it. You didn't say you like Tory Lanez's album? Wait, his last album? Not the one that just came out. Yeah, I have yeah, yeah. heard it. Yeah, you a Tory Lanez fan. You are a Tory Lanez fan. You have his album on your phone. I know because you keep playing the ones with him and T-Pain on it over and over and over and over, that's over again. That's it. And yes, sir. That's the only no, you have the album, sir. No, I, I have the album because I downloaded the, You know I'm an album for I listen to albums. Okay, so don't be out here just trying to paint me as the only one out here who's fucking well, with No, I'm trash. There's no... There's no, no, no. Don't make it seem like we, I'm the only one out here fucking with Tory Lanez. Like, after shooting. Before shooting, we was here. We was like this. <laughs> Pre-shooting and after shooting Tory Lanez is two different relationships. I will say, though, when everything kind of happened because when there, there was really no news coverage, and we also weren't even here to kind of cover the news either because we were on our little break. But, um... 
I just like couldn't understand what happened, right? <laughs> like not to blame anybody because I definitely don't want to blame anybody. But you definitely have a lot of questions when there's a gun and people getting shot involved because I'm like, mm, all y'all was on like Instagram live, buddy, buddy. Like, I don't understand how we go from from that <laughs> to from driving a boat to like having the boat drive you to the hospital. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't understand it. So, boat service. <laughs> yeah. Like, a lot of people thought I was like out here for real, for real, capping for Tori. And I was like, no, that's definitely not what I'm doing. I just want to know more information in general because it don't matter who gets shot. I'm going to have some questions, okay? Unless it's Donald Trump. <laughs> aim for the red hat. However, <laughs> anything other than that, I'm going to have some questions, okay? But for those of you who do not know, Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion are not on good terms since he shot her in the foot some months ago. Allegedly. Uh, I, uh, no. <laughs> well, okay, sure, alleged. Uh, allegedly. So a couple days ago, he released on his Instagram that he is ready to speak. So, you know, he had the internet and what they would call an uproar, sir. So because of this, he uh, had everybody paying a lot of attention to him. And I guess he thought the best thing to do would be to release an album called Daystar about the situation. So in there, he states um, that the day of question, he was heavily flirting with Kylie Jenner, someone he's already had um, a crush on previously. If nothing else for anyone else, you can tell how he could have shot her in the foot and made that bad decision if he made that other bad decision by liking Kylie Jenner. But however, you know, we, we are all human, I understand. You think it's a bad, um, bad, bad look? It, Wait, based on how she looks or just fucking with, the, with that family? Well, I just have a problem with that family in general profiting off of blackness and profiting off of black people without like due process, I guess, without like acknowledging where they get this stuff from. So I, I it's more about character for me, right? But also you can't steal our lips, you can't steal our cheekbones, can't steal our hair, our style, our men, um, and think that I'm just gonna be like okay with it. Um but that's me personally. I don't put that personal taste on to anybody else. I definitely do look at you a little funny. If I look at Meg Thee Stallion, who is an actual black woman, and then I look at Kylie Jenner, who is like a photocopy of a black woman, like that's missing a little bit of ink or a lot of big ink. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm probably going to look at you a little sideways. So um, moving on, though, he released an album stating that he was heavily flirting. A lot of people are insinuating that uh, Megan the Stallion got upset. That is why they ended up having a heated discussion in the car. Some things were alleged that the uh, best friend of Megan the Stallion had something to do with the shooting as well. A lot is going on. The way he speaks about it, because he doesn't directly speak on it, makes it seem as if it was an accident. Um, as if it was not his fault. Um, and the things that they have shared previously matter more than the fact that she was shot in the foot. <laughs> so what do you think? I think that, um, I feel like it was tasteless to, mm. um, to, to try and like make a marketing ploy out of the situation. 
like not even you know a lot of people are talking about Breonna Taylor's you know the verdict and things that happened the day before like if we can cross that out for like a second right and just look at this situation in a vacuum it was just disrespectful to Meg Megan Megan Thee Stallion is someone that you you were dealing with right so one I don't like when people push shit out on blast like that I feel like it's again disrespectful just because y'all are public figures don't mean everything got to be in the public eye but, yeah. Um. You, I can handle that together in in private. Um. Well, it seems like they'll be handling everything in court now. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, you want to be public, we'll be public. But um, but like again, like I said, like I think it was just tasteless. Uh, from what I understand, Meg held it down. Oh. So, so from what I understand, Meg held it down. Like she um, ain't really say shit. Shit, she didn't even. Didn't call the police. Protect his, him. His sake, right? So, like, for him to be out here, like, doing all that, like, I, I, like I said, I don't know all the details that there. I can only comment on what I see. And you already know I don't really, like, comment on shit like that. But, like, like I said, I just wasn't a fan of um, putting her on blast like that. Um, yeah. And also just, again, if there was some, you know, well, you can't really call the adultery because they wasn't married. But if there was any, you know, shit like that going on that's fucked up, too. But, but again, like just trying to make like a marketing thing out of it and all that type of stuff is, is, is bad. It's just bad. It's a bad look. It does seem like bad taste, bad timing as well, because the Breonna Taylor, Taylor verdict um, about the officers that stormed into her house illegally um, came out, I believe that day or the day before. No, it had to be the day before, I believe. And so it just seemed like really bad uh, timing because the world is just hurt at the way um, the world treats black women, to be completely honest. And then you have somebody who allegedly shot a black woman gaslighting the shit out of her saying like, don't you remember what we had? Like, I was just flirting with them girls. I was just going to get right back. Like, (laughs) I I don't, I don't know if that was a good time. Um, He said that that was also the day that his mother passed um, and I don't want to say his birthday, but it was another significant date for him, which is the reason why he decided to drop that album on that particular date. I believe the 24th he did. Um, still, sometimes you got to read the room. You got to read the shit out of the room. And the room was saying, not right now. So he's definitely gotten himself into a few spats with a few notable people. My favorite one had to be the Rick Ross one. I don't, I don't know why, but... I'm here for it. <laughs> here yeah. for it all. Yeah, and it, it was just like even with the um with the talking about like how yeah, I was gonna use the proceeds for Breonna Taylor's family or whatever he said it was for it was like and that's why I'm really big on like everybody's not qualified to have a public platform and speak for black people and make <laughs> it shit like that. Like you still got people like this, you got people like T I or you got people like Killer Mike and shit like that. It's like, it's all good until you do some dumb shit. And then it's like, and that's why he's always say like, y'all can't keep believing in these people because they're going to let you down real soon because they not qualified to do this shit. Yeah. Like, they're not qualified to be leaders. They're qualified to speak. Everybody has a right to speak. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is to put people in leadership positions and look for them to be leaders and make the right decisions. That's a very, 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 very like, delicate position to to put somebody in 
And you can't just keep putting everybody that just sell a hundred thousand records say, okay, cool, you can speak for the people. Like, you know, it's not a good idea because they do dumb shit like this. And it's sincere, which is just you're not qualified and it's showing. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, that's that's my thoughts on it. Well, we share the same sentiment. You know, I want to like dismantle this idea of celebrity. I think that it's a little toxic. And when we put people on those pedestals, like we talk about, it's very damaging. Um, And I I don't know. I don't know how to fix it. I think the best thing to do would just get rid of it. I don't know. But then what would the world do? They'd burn down if they couldn't watch their favorite person on live at this point. It's so ingrained in society. I don't even know if we could separate ourselves. But moving on, um, prayers to Megan Thee Stallion and her family. Prayers to uh, Breonna Taylor and her family. Um, Two black women that, you know what, just didn't deserve the bullshit that they're getting put through, to be completely honest with you. So prayers up to them and their families. Um, Okay. (laughs) On a funner note, right? (laughs) I always love racism. (laughs) You know, little nuggets of racism. Uh, Wells Fargo CEO said, wow, it might sound like an excuse. The unfortunate reality is that there is a very limited pool of black talent to recruit from. And being someone who, you know, Banks at Wells Fargo, I just wanted to know how you felt about the fact that he thinks there's just no qualified black people, you know, high enough to, to take care of <laughs> this lovely bank that he's, um, he's a part of. Um, so when I heard the statement, I was like, well, I can see why you would say that. And still shouldn't have said it, right? Like, mm-hmm. And like, First of all, before I even go for any further, I want to make sure everybody understands. There is a very large pool of black talent to do stuff. I'm not saying that there isn't. The problem is, is that it's two things that I, I'll point on so you have time to move forward. One, you have to understand how they determine talent and mm-hmm. they determine someone who's worthy of doing something. They've gone to Harvard. They've gone to Princeton. They've gone to... Um, What's that shit? Uh, it starts with the Wharton School of Business, the UPenn School of Business. Like, they went, those are the people who are the team, they're deemed talent. Not the people that go to Morehouse, not the people that go to Spelman, not the people that go to Howard, not the people that go to Buff State, not, not those people, right? Uh-huh. So then therefore, to them, there is a very limited pool of black talent because there's not many black people graduating from those places, right? There are, but <laughs> that many. Not as many as there are white people. You know what I'm trying to say? Sure. Right? So I'm not saying it's right. Again, so I want to make sure I say that. I am not saying that he's right. I'm saying that statistically, from what he views as talent, uh-huh. that's not, it's not present. Secondly, right, if you're also just not looking for it, then you're going to think that there's a limited pool of black talent. So you're telling me that there are no black talent or people of color who have applied for these positions. Is that what I am hearing? You're no, telling me... I don't me- want to talk anymore. If that's what you're going to do, I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> I don't want to talk anymore. You're just doing Charlamagne. You're doing Charlamagne right now. I don't, want to, I don't want to play. I don't want to play. I'm just trying to figure out, as somebody who's a banker, how they feel. <laughs> about their leader. <laughs> in the process of trying to figure out how to get this money out of there. But <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out why he thought there were no black people who can count. I, I don't I don't know I don't know. I, I I've come across a lot of econ majors, a lot of uh with finance majors, 
I don't know what you need at a bank, but I've come across a lot of motherfuckers who can count. I'm not one of them. I still use my fingers. So they're not looking for me. That's why I didn't apply. But you can't tell me that there are no, there are no qualified people. I'm just, I'm just trying to get you to speak for your people. I told you what I thought. You tried to get your own co-host canceled. <laughs> I'm, not trying, <laughs> I'm not trying to get you canceled. I just find it very funny, right? Especially when I look at a lot of these schools that all the schools that you named that these, you know, most white people in those positions have gone through. Not to say all of them didn't get in because they dad know somebody or that's the fucked up part about it. Library is underperforming. I'm sorry. <laughs> I go to a school like this and it used to hit a nerve. These <laughs> niggas is under I'm sorry. These mother <laughs> these, students, <laughs> these students are underperforming. Mm-hmm. Because they know that they have a link to go jump right into Wells Fargo, they just need the paper, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, and honestly, with this shit, like I know people that's busting their ass, killing themselves. I mean, like so D successful, they just don't know nobody. So it's like some people six degrees of separation is longer than others, and that's the problem. Yeah, I don't, I don't, it's hard when I like watch documentaries or talk to people about how they got jobs or how they ended up where they ended up. And it's not because they got into Princeton. It's because their father got them into Princeton. Their father's money got them into Princeton. It's their father got them that job because they knew somebody at Wells Fargo. Like you said, like it's all of the above. And it's very frustrating because um Black people, people of color, always have to be twice, three times, four times as good as their counterparts, and they still don't even get looked at. Because um, I know I'm making jokes and saying you don't think there's black people who, who can't count. Because I'm, I'm thousand percent sure there are a bunch of black people who are more than qualified for these positions, and yet they do not. They ain't go to school you take a nigga off the street right now that's running a drug empire, they can run your business to fucking success. You're telling me you, you, not only do you convert like clothes <laughs> to pounds to this, <laughs> but oh, you're also converting money. You're converting time. You're converting grams to money. Like, you convert grams to money and you tell me you can't and run you're it. you're telling me he can't handle your little bank mortgages. No Excel spreadsheet. Yo. Just off the top. <laughs> mortgages ain't shit compared to what he's used to. So I just don't understand where this ideology comes from that they just don't exist do they not exist or are you not looking and it's it pains me when you hear all the different stories about like oh i used to put my actual name on there but then i only started putting my initials i only i use a different name my my middle name or whatever sounds more white just so i can get a call back i just read four or five stories like that over the weekend specifically after this story came out and that really does make me sad because it shows that it's not us, it's you. <laughs> the racism was blowing out of his ass on this one. So um, I hope everybody pulls their money right out of Wells Fargo, not only because they're racist, but they also be stealing money from a bunch of their people um, that bank with them. Why I keep telling you to take your money out of that goddamn place. But hopefully now you'll actually do it. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Do you think that, you know, I always preach the six degrees of separation. Do you think that concept is problematic? What do you mean? So the idea, do you know what the six degrees of separation is? I do. Right. Do you think the idea that everybody is only six degrees or fewer? I, I mean, I'm, I've seen some validity to it. I won't lie to you. 
Okay. Because like, because I've, I've never seen it go wrong. Like I've literally, I've tested I have, this. I haven't either. 26 years of living. However, at the same time, I recognize that for me, my degrees are much shorter than a lot of other people because of my level of access to that, things that I've been able to access. So right. like my six degrees became considered, you saw just this weekend, how you were able to say somebody's name and I was able to say, oh yeah, I know, I could, I could get in contact with that person. Like literally, I'm only one degree away from that person, right? As opposed to other people who weren't able to join my fraternity or didn't have the money to join, didn't have the time to join, whatever the case may be, they don't have that level of access. So I start to think like, you know, I preach this thing so much, but am I kind of in a way being classist? I wouldn't necessarily think so. I think you would be classes if you were, I guess, keeping your ability to connect people only within a certain group. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if it, it's kind of like what's happening at Wells Fargo, right? <laughs> like if somebody comes in and they're more than prepared for the job and you have the tools to connect them to that, you know, help them get in that position or whatever the case may be, but you don't, Maybe because they don't have the same education as you. Maybe it doesn't look exactly the same. Or maybe there's something lacking, but your friend who is not as good, whatever, whatever, all they are is your friend, and you put them in that position, then, yeah, I would say you you are perpetuating in that particular type of system. But if you are sharing the wealth with your brethren that look like you, I don't see, I don't see the, what the issue is in particular. Because six days of, like, separation doesn't mean that you're actually doing anything. It just literally means that you are how many ever degrees from whatever person that you mentioned. But I do get your point, right? Like, if you're keeping your resources to yourself or only people who look like you or only people in the same, you know, uh, boat as you, economic class, whatever the case may be, then, yeah, you ain't shit. Um, <laughs> and Can we talk about the, um, the Michigan shit? Okay, fine, fine, fine. So, the University of Michigan, <laughs> since Michael like little nuggets of racism too. Um, so, the University of Michigan had a lot of outlash um, recently because they had a group of students in a particular organization, I don't remember the name of it, um, however, it was a white-only discussion. I couldn't even get it out. Let me try again. It was a white-only discussion. Okay. <laughs> it was a white-only discussion um, group, and they only wanted white people there so that they could have a conversation about whatever it was they felt they were being oppressed by, right? Um, so they felt as if every other um, person of color, black people, LGBTQIA um, people, in general, just had their own space and they wanted to provide the same type of space for white people. And um, I would like to say that there were a lot of people at the University of Michigan who did not agree with the same type of sentiment. Now, me personally, I don't know why you need a space when the whole world is yours. However, I'm open to hearing other points of view. That's where you come in. <laughs> so I was under the impression that it was about white people getting a chance to process their privilege and shit like that. I thought that's what it was about. And if that was the case, then I believe that's very valid. I think a lot of times we try to lump white people in to POC conversations and black conversations and shit like that when it's like, no, y'all you, motherfuckers need to go in there and freely talk about your problematic shit the way that 
us, you know I mean, cisgender people get to, the way us heterosexual. The thing, the problem is, is that we don't intentionally put people in those rooms to do that. And they never had these conversations. We're always like, why the fuck did they never think about these things? Well, we never give them, or never, not say give them, but we never make them do it, right? We lump them in with everybody else and say, speak, when obviously not going to feel comfortable doing it, right? So if that was the point of the, the space, then I fucked with it. I mean, it, I think it's so hard, right? Because it's one of those things where, again, the whole world is yours. So then why do you need to designate this space for a whites only group? Like, I get a little nervous when y'all... <laughs> Anything white tell me, I get a little... When y'all by yourselves, like, every time y'all by yourselves, like... Slave. I'm back outside with white hoods on. So. <laughs> you know, like the Holocaust. I don't know. Like white people, like whiting, just kind of scare me sometimes. You know what I mean? Like if it's not done with very intentional, I guess you could say, um, very intentional. That I, I don't know. It still just sounds very strange um, to 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 ask this especially because as people of color we do still welcome white people to come and have these conversations i think what makes me even more angry is that a lot of the time when we have conversations and it's a mixed group or it's a black only group or i don't know lgbtq um only group like y'all come and then don't speak (laughs) right like you don't share your point of view and i think as important as it is to be an ally and do that in your groups it's also important to speak in our groups right like we want to know like what y'all think what y'all talk about like why why is things the way like own up to maybe some of your own biases blah 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 so i can see the benefit in having a whites only group but i think that it definitely rubs some a lot of like the whole nation the (laughs) (laughs) The whole nation (laughs) i mean because i mean soon enough it's gonna be majority poc right um, before it's white in terms of who's living on this um, in this nation. So I think we have the right to feel some type of way with the history that comes with that, right? Um, I don't know. It's a really sticky situation. I, what y'all gonna talk about? Like, y'all really gonna get real about it? Like, if y'all get real, for real, like, y'all really dig deep down then I could go oh okay but if it's one of those things where you're just crying because you're upset that the left did this and the blacks did that and the Hispanics uh it's playing that music again I don't know whatever white people get mad about racist white people of course let me specify because there's some people who just think I hate all white people I do not I don't hate anybody to be completely honest with you um Trump is making a good case, though. Like, <laughs> really. But, like, but that's the thing, though. Like, I, um, you know what? I could, I could, I could fuck with the space if they sent a white in there that I trust to moderate it. <laughs> okay, okay. Like, I'm saying, like, okay. you send a motherfucker in there that I trust. Then okay, bet. Like, I know they're either gonna keep get the conversation going or they're gonna shut this shit down if it's not going nowhere. Like, I know that somebody's in there that's going to handle business. But again, like I said, what would you describe? I don't... Because what you're doing right there is... Oh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Like I said, I don't know. I, I This article came out a while ago, so I do want to apologize to you and the listeners for not being 100% aware of what the situation was because I can't necessarily remember it too tough. 
However, um, the sentiment regardless was that it's unnecessary <laughs> and it's very harmful, it's triggering for people. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that for sure. Um, but yeah, again, at the same time, like we also make the complaint all the time that we're tired of teaching. So like they have to, like, I don't want to always be around white people, but they also need to have these conversations. So there needs to be like, I'm not going to say there needs to be a white student union on campus. I'm not going to say that there needs to be a, you know I mean? Well, they got white paternity sororities, but like they, they should congregate together and they should talk amongst each other on what they're going to do to dismantle this, the, the system that they created. But what you're not going to do is, oh, well, Black people get these things. Black women get these things. But we want something for ourselves too. Like no, you know, no, no, you're not gonna do that. Like just because we have something now, all of a sudden you want it. Like I hate that shit. So yeah, yeah, that's why I say I don't know if it's just a cry about I don't know all of the privileges that you had before and are now being reevaluated and maybe even taken from you. Then I, I, I'm sad to say, <laughs> not really. Um, but I have no sympathy for you or your group. Um, I don't want it to, to be there. However, if it's there to like genuinely foster like a uh, conversation and get people to really be reflective and really think about different ways that they can dismantle all of this stuff, um, because we laugh about it all the time, but it's like real life killing people. Um, and I don't know about you, but I'm tired of people I know dying. Um, so I hope, I hope that the University of Michigan did their best to, I don't know, have a conversation with these students maybe, or to at least try to make both groups feel like they um, deserve to be there because they do. So, mm. all right, I'm going back to the messy. So last thing, Cardi B and her husband are no longer an item. Um, I don't know what she's going to do about all those songs with his name in it. Like, does she just put her, like, new boyfriend's name in it? Or, like, if she gets remarried, does she, like... She gonna still collect the check? Like, off it, Offset's name off? Huh? She, she gonna still collect the check is what she gonna do. <laughs> She's not asking for any spousal or child support. Well, I'm talking about the song. I'm saying she gonna still collect the check on the songs is what she's gonna do. Oh, so you saying don't matter whose name on That's a flex. If I'm remarried and I'm still out here collecting checks with my old husband's name on it, recognize you can't tell me what to do in that house. I just want you to know there's nothing you can do now. I own this house. <laughs> That's it. That's what's tough about them on um, public relationships. It's like, I like you get to like in my quote unquote regular relationship, I get to be madly in love and shit like that and be expressive. But like shit go left, give it a few months, shit going to disappear for them. Like what, if they do anything, it stays out forever. So no matter what, people can always pull up. Yeah, remember when you were saying you had Offset's dick down your throat? Like, it's like, damn. Well, I mean, at that time she did, and she really enjoyed it. So, yeah, it's, it's just, it's just, it's just a, it's a very unique situation, I think. Um, and I, I wouldn't want that at all. I wouldn't want that problem at all. I'm actually really proud of the both of them because it shows that they're in a healthier place to say like, this is not working right before it got too much she was on her live instagram live i want to say about a week and some change ago and she expressed that like he wasn't currently cheating there is no baby on the way i guess that was alleged um that he had a child on the way um and just kind of like all these different accusations and she was like look 
we just got to the point where we didn't think we were meshing anymore and we would just rather leave than to stay in a really bad situation or in a situation that just doesn't fit them anymore. And to be completely honest, that's hella healthy. I would rather us sit down and be like, all right, I don't need anything from you. We have a daughter. All I want is that she has a dad and that her dad loves her. If you can provide that, we're, we're Gucci. And so I applaud her for, for doing that and him. I don't, I don't know how you know, much credit goes to either one of them, but as a unit or a used to be unit, I think that's, I think that's you know, interesting. I had a, I was about to ask, so if you're Cardi, how long do you um, take to, before you date again? But then I realized even my bias in that, I didn't even think about offset, just assuming yeah, he's going to start fucking again. So for both of them, how long do you, um, do you wait? I think that men fuck through pain. <laughs> like, quite literally, right? I don't know if you've ever seen those videos where it's like showing the guy and the first week of breakup and he is having the time of his life. Like, he's partying. He's out with the boys. He's at the strip club. He's fucking bitches. He's talking to multiple people. Like, excuse my bitches. Um, but he's out there, like, living his best life. And then two weeks to a month you fast forward and he's listening to every jagged edge song he <laughs> he started to think Tory Lane starts good sounds good the weekend is in rotation Drake is now his favorite <laughs> rapper <laughs> he's going to all her friends asking if she's thinking about him she ain't playing she ain't because that first week she took that time to mourn you mourn you the relationship and everything that first few months she mourned you was partying, and now it kind of flips its head. So sometimes men start to crave that deeper connection, or at least that's what is perceived, right, mm-hmm. after a while. So I think offset might bounce back a little bit faster. Also, what I've noticed, sometimes women, uh, women who've been married before and then also women who have kids are a little bit slower to introduce or to start heavily dating or, like, seriously dating again. That's what I have noticed. So I think it might take her a little bit of time before we see her, like, with anybody. Not to say she won't be fucking, but yeah. before she's back back on that horse. He might be there already, but we don't know. We never know. What do you think? I think, um, knowing what I know now in life, I would like, I would hope that anybody in their situation, who people, two people I personally believe got married too quickly anyway, I think that they would, um, Take some time to just really like there's no like there's no revealer of thoughts and shit like that like then time like you if you really just give yourself some time you will really find out some shit about yourself but i think in this instant world that we live in now we kind of go boom 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 and don't give ourselves time to really think about shit and you know i'm not saying that we'll get back together but i think there'll be so much to learn if you just sat for some time Go fuck people, sure, but, like, maybe not get in a relationship. I don't know. I mean, I don't, again, like we talked about last week, I don't really put time as the factor, the benefactor for things, you know? Um, There are some people I know who got married in less than a year and are still happily married. I know some people who got married 10 years in, and they divorced 90 days after that. So like, I, don't, I don't know. I think it's really just, is that person compatible with you, right? Like, lust is very strong. Shit, love is very strong. I think I really believe in 
having multiple, I don't want to say soulmates, but definitely like soul ties with people, right? Very strong soul ties. Um, so I don't know if it's about time, but also just making sure like, is that actually that person? Like, do y'all communication styles actually match up or y'all just fucking? Because I mean, that's great too. Like, please don't get me wrong. But at some point, you're going to have to talk and work through problems. And like that honeymoon phase is going to end. Um, and so maybe it just ended for them and they realized that they weren't as compatible as they initially thought they were. Um, so best of luck to both Offset and um, Cardi B and definitely to the little baby culture. She is so cute with her little Birkin bag. I ain't see a little Birkin bag. I had to shake my head because the Birkin bag. Okay, honey, I am 25 and I don't have a Birkin, but she's got multiple. Okay. Oh, so you was talking about um, you talking about the same Birkin that you were saying. Why are they buying that little baby a Birkin bag? Because she don't want that Birkin. I mean, it's still fucking Birkin though. <laughs> like, okay, okay. She don't want that Birkin. Let me tell you something. All you motherfuckers that be going all out for y'all kids. All they really want to do is face plant into the cake that you bought, eat a bunch of candy, and run after they, they friends. If they too, let me tell you something. My child turns one, that'll be the smallest get-together you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the toys off at the door and keep it pushing. She ain't going to remember none of this. None. Of, it will be a family affair. It will be very calm, very calm. And they won't receive big 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 gifts until they can remember that they receive big 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 gifts that's how i personally feel so you spending thousands of dollars on the bag for a toddler that's gonna put cheetos in it <laughs> like i mean like well she gonna put she gonna put her little like toys in cheetos and that's pretty much it she might leave it somewhere at the store because yeah what the fuck she carrying a purse for but it's still birkin so Okay, culture. Shout out to her. This whole episode is dedicated to culture now. So, boom. I'm done. Let's go. All right. You done? I'm done. All right. Well, after the taste, you had the first taste. Now it's time for the aftertaste, right? I got your taste. You're nasty. Yeah, I am. Stop what you're doing, cause I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. Hey yo, listen to Mikey Bart. Not the aftertaste on the Wine Night Podcast. Alright, so uh, I was sitting on the toilet today thinking like, damn, like, what do I want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Hey, what do I want to talk about? I do my I think I have my best thoughts while I'm on the on my throne. And I was like, you know. You don't really have to live the music that you listen to. And, like, what I mean by that is, like... So you mean I can't, like, be in the car? You can. You can. But you don't have to. And what I mean by that is, just back in the day, like, when they used to always tell us, stop trying to be the gangster rappers and shit like that. Stop trying to be a thug. Like, for us, like, when I was a basketball player, like... Stop trying to be a thug. Just be a basketball player. Stop trying to live the music that you're listening to and shit like that. Don't try to live that life. I think a lot of times now, I see a lot of people trying to live the... I'm speaking mainly about men. Trying to live the life of these trash-ass R&B artists in their real lives with the women that they're dating. And it's, and it's like frustrating. Because it's like, mm. you can appreciate a song, right? You can appreciate a life. I mean, a song, like, a, a life that's being told in a song, right? Like, I could appreciate Party Next Door. 
and it's not mean I have to be emotionally manipulative. It does not mean that I have to be like uh, serial cheater. It does not mean that I have to, you know, I mean, just be a liar. Not saying that that's all part party is, but it's like with that style of music that was that's come up with the weekend and party and all those like what do you call that shit like neo R and B or some shit like I don't, I don't know what the fuck you call it. That's trap R and B, ain't it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But that that sound right there, like. I feel so. I just feel like in general, everybody's like glorifying being trash, like the music that we're listening to, and it's just like, yo, you don't have to look. Like, why don't you be better than the music that you listen to? Mm-hmm. And like again, like I, I, I never used to be like, oh, music has an impact on what you do. Until I started to realize, like, yo, depending on what the musical, I don't know if the music is mirroring what the people are doing or the people are mirroring what the music is saying, but it's like there's clearly a correlation. It's been. 20 to 30 years of hip-hop now, hip-hop and R&B, in the black community, and the two are correlated. So first of all, I guess we could start there. Do you, do you agree that there's a correlation? Yeah, but I don't know, like you said, if it's the chicken or the egg that came first. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or maybe we do know. Like, maybe hip-hop came from, yeah, it came from the culture. So I guess technically... The chicken was first, right? Or the egg, I don't know. <laughs> the chicken came first. I don't know. Well, I would say that we're following the music because and here's what i mean yes to some people right when they make the music they're telling their life right but that's one person that's one group and that's one person maybe that group that they're from that region that they're from or something like that right but then what happens is when it becomes mainstream and then it starts to touch everybody then those people the masses now are following that music so granted at one point yes the the peep the music was mirroring the people but I think once it starts to reach the masses is when the people start to mirror the music. And that's when you start to see. I can see that. People but- all over the country, you know, dressing like people from places that they're not from or using slang for places that they're not from because that thing started to reach the masses now. So, like, again, like, I, I, I just, I, I think about, you know, when Gangster Rap was a thing, and, you know, boom. Remember when Lupe came out? Everybody was a skateboarder. You know what I mean? Then, like, you know, tra- move forward a little bit. Drake comes out. Everybody's in their feelings and talks about how they feel, and everybody's open and shit like that, right? So it's, I don't know. It just starts to get me frustrated because it's like you can appreciate that without having to actually act like it. And I think sometimes that people start to act like the music that they're listening to. Might be a shitty hot take. I don't know. But I don't think it's shitty. I mean, it's just again, I don't know. If you're if we're saying 2020, like what does it look like? Like who came first? I I don't know. Like I would love to say that the music is mirroring what's happening in the time, but like you said, I I, I think sometimes the you know media in general definitely influences how we dress, how we speak, what we eat, and shit, where we go, like how we mm. have fun, what we value, what we don't value. Um, so I think it does a little bit of both. I think that there's some genuine music out there, and I think people can tell the difference, right? Like somebody who's genuinely about whatever life they're talking about versus somebody who's just a spectator. I would hope. However, that doesn't always happen. Um, and I think it does have some very dangerous like concepts. I think in terms of dangerous lifestyles, that's where I kind of get a little bit worried, right? Like you don't need to take the perk. A lot of them not taking the perks. They're really not. Like, I really want y'all to know that they're really not doing the All drugs. of them are not on drugs, as, at least as hard, or those hard drugs they're talking about. They might smoke a little weed, but, you know, who don't? Listen, 
So it's like, um, I don't know, like, you don't have to cheat on your girlfriend. They're married. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where it can be very dangerous, right? If people are, are not able to differentiate, like, oh, this is specifically for mass media and not necessarily, like, the truth. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I'm on my Angela Davis today, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> so then with that being said, right, um, do you think that there's a – actually, I'll say a statement and you tell me what you say to it. Like, I encourage people to, to be better than what they listen to in the media that they take in, right? Like, mm-hmm. don't just say, oh, like, you know how many times have you hear people say, I mean, I feel just like such and such. It's like, right, you can feel that way for now, but what are you going to do to be better? Mm. I mean, then the music, then the music you're listening to, the the people you follow on Instagram, that meme that you just saw, you know, whatever the case may be, is like ha 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 about it. But recognize that, like, it's not funny when you're hurting people. Like you're you're hurting oh, yourself. Yeah, you're hurting yourself, and it's like I don't I don't think like we take that into account as much as we should. That yeah, it's funny to get a laugh, to get some likes, to get some re, you know repost, whatever the case may be. But it's like. Being quote unquote crazy is not cool. You know Definitely. what I mean? Or being emotionally manipulative or I mean being a liar, cheater, thief, all that type of shit. It's like running off on a plug is not cool, bro, in any context. <laughs> like that shit is trash. So it's like, I don't know, man. Like it, I just I we had that conversation earlier about or a couple of days ago I was telling you how I'm trying to distance myself from um designer everything right like everything doesn't have to have a specific label on it like i was shopping for sound bars and i'm like if it's not samsung i'm not getting it if it's not sony i'm not getting it like for fucking what like if, if the sound is <laughs> good like it is good the sound is good what's the good difference? if you like the bag buy the bag if you want the shoes buy the shoes like i it we get so caught up and i i like my addiction would probably be instagram right which is why i have to take multiple breaks from it <laughs> like all the time because after a while it does start to influence your your decision making like she's got this shoes and i got those but i want hers because obviously she's an influencer she she knows better just buy the fucking thing like do whatever you want to do that fits you and not try and be somebody else so i could definitely understand like who's it for right are you doing it for to to fit in or are you doing it because you like you genuinely like those things and that takes a lot of deprogramming in a different a bunch of different ways so i feel you i feel you going off of that like i mean i could talk about that for days like as someone who's like i have a sneaker collector and stuff like that i used to be sad like damn like i want to get these but it's like it's a general release like people gonna fuck with these and after you gotta be like stop like if you like this shit like you know everything everything don't gotta be a fucking limited edition release or everything don't gotta be a collab like if you just like a pair of shoes you like a bag you like a shirt we can buy it bro shit make it inside yeah yeah for real for real but that's what i got for the act taste y'all it wasn't too bitter but it wasn't it wasn't like black coffee bitter but you know i feel you I feel yeah. like I'm going to challenge you to come harder next time. I want something like real spicy. Get the people real mad. 
Oh, get me tight. No. I'm going to find something about black women. No, I'll come back next week, right? And so we're moving on to how black is your berry. <laughs> <laughs> we interrupt this program to bring you... Black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. Are you sure about that? Older the berry, sweeter the juice. The blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Hmm. How black is your berry? <laughs> <laughs> So for those of y'all who don't know, this is where people are put up on the chopping block and we are determining if their black card will withstand the test of time. Okay? We are, we are putting them on the chopping block to see if their berry is translucent or as black as it can be, honey. If I squeeze you, what does it look like? What does it come out like? You, you, you feeling me? I feel you. You're not feeling me. Listen, no. this week... We got Mr. Charles Barkley on the, um, up on the chopping block. Now, first of all, I already know his shit was translucent a long time ago. But I'm going to put him up here because I can't stand this man. He was back in for a while. He, he tried, and that's why he I say that. If you laugh enough, they'll, they'll forget the dumb shit you said. We're too fickle. Man, listen, because black people are just so forgiving. I hate that. Everybody else gets the right to be angry except for us for a very long time. Like, we're the only ones who got to, like, forgive and love and all this other stuff. Fuck all that. This man is so disrespectful. And actually, you know what? I'm putting, I'm putting Shaq up there, too, because oh, definitely. he definitely co-signed it as if whatever homie was spitting was right. And, like, don't get me wrong. People are allowed to have different opinions. But when your opinions are wrong... And not factual, I have a problem with it. So for those of you who don't know, Charles Barkley got up on, what was the show? I can't remember the name. Inside the NBA. Thank you. Inside the NBA, he got up there talking about how he does not think that this Breonna Taylor case is up there as, um, should basically, should be be in the same conversation. Should not be in the same conversation as Ahmaud Aubrey and George Floyd, simply because her boyfriend uh, Breonna Taylor's boyfriend, quote unquote, shot at the police. So I got multiple issues with this one. One, if somebody breaks into your house and you are a legal gun carrier, I don't even care if you're not a legal gun carrier. Somebody busts into your house while you are sleeping or watching TV. I believe they're watching a movie. Would you or would you not defend yourself? If I'm a gun carrier? Coming from the same exact man who said he kept a gun in his car. His whole entire life, just in case some shit popped off. So that's one. I don't. I have a problem with that. People are going to defend themselves. You coming and busting into my house, I'm going to defend myself regardless. So nobody should die in that situation if you did it properly. You wanted to do a no-knock, right? And people lost their lives. Somebody should be held accountable. That's one. Two, I'm tired of women not being able to get the due justice that they're owed. She shouldn't have died. Doesn't matter if she was running a trap house or not, which she was not, right? Doesn't matter what she was doing. It, do- it doesn't matter if he shot at her or not. It's an unjust murder, just like Floyd and just like Ahmad and just like every other person out there. Black women deserve to get the notoriety that, that, that um, should be ours. Like, I don't understand why we even have to fight and argue about shit like this. That's not fair. How come somebody dying unjustly is different? We could have said Amar should have been running through a, an abandoned house or whatever it was that he was running through. Because of that, that was somebody else's property and he deserved to die. The fucking world would be in an uproar. Black men would lose their mind if we said some dumb shit like that. Don't take our stuff away from us. Our pain is real. 
we deserve to have that pain and we deserve to be recognized for the things that are done unjustly to us. So that's the second thing. And then the third thing, right? I have such an issue with black men who don't defend black women, right? I have an issue with black men who don't defend black men just because they don't fit in whatever idea you want them to fit in. You're either with us or you're against us. And I don't have no problem kicking you out, bro. I don't, I have no problem. I have no problem doing it. I tried to take my time because I didn't want all my emotions to come out during this time, right? Because I am a black woman, so it, it hits a little closer to home. But injustice is injustice. And that should be it. That should be the bar. That should be the foundation. Injustice is injustice. I shouldn't have to argue about her being a black woman. I shouldn't have to argue about the fact that they had the right to protect themselves. I shouldn't have to argue about any of that. And until we all get to that point, we're going we're gonna to struggle a, a whole hell of a lot, personally. There was an article that just came out that um, said that the, the Breonna Taylor's boyfriend didn't even shoot the officer. There was one officer, I believe, that got hit. Wasn't even his bullet. So now what? Now what do we do when someone busts into somebody else's house and they just start shooting? What do so we he do? He didn't. He didn't shoot it. He's saying he didn't actually connect. It, it didn't hit anybody. Oh, so he's saying he didn't shoot. He just didn't connect. Right. The ballistics report from the one that I read showed that he shot at the floor, a warning shot, not even at anybody. And they came in and they just started spraying. To be completely honest with you. Because you, you're actually supposed to, when you own a gun, even that's the one thing people don't even know. So I, think, I can't remember who was explaining this to me, but it was like... You're supposed um, to shoot a warning shot. Yeah, so you did everything he was supposed to do. He did everything he was supposed to do. And not only... And you know it's wrong. One, because they paid her family $12 million. You know it's wrong because they tried to get the ex-boyfriend to lie and say she was running the trap house. You know it's wrong because they tried to pin the shit on her boyfriend. You know it's just wrong. You just... No, it's just wrong. Yeah. So when you have all of that, when you have all those facts, and you just don't care because of whatever classes, whatever races, whatever bias, whatever it is towards black people, even if you're all black, it, it, it grinds my gears. So I'm sorry for taking up all this time for the section, but it really pissed me off. I just want to give like a huge fuck you to everybody who feels that way about Breonna Taylor. Huge, huge fuck you. And to Charles Barkley, taking away your, your berry. It's gone. I, you don't even, we don't even get to check what color it is. We're just going to take it away. It's gone now. That's all I got. I, um, you know, I, like we had the conversation the other day. And like I said, all this would have been avoided if we didn't do no-knock warrants. No-knock warrants is... And it, when you think about the concept of a no-knock warrant and you combine that with stand-your-ground laws, what you're asking for is a gunfight. Yeah. So you have to start thinking about, not say we, because we aren't the ones that created these laws, but whoever are, you need to start thinking about what situations you're creating. Think about how the laws you... Because that's what, that's what, when you start to learn about law and stuff like that, you have to think about how laws work with each other. And yeah. how they coincide and, you know, things like that. And it's like, 
Well, like I just said, you have no knock warrants. You got stand your ground laws. Well, <laughs> what I'm supposed to do? You know what I mean? And then at the end of that, after that gunfight, then you got the what you call that shit, the immunity. Mm-hmm. So who's who's who knows that who walks into that situation knowing that they're fine? I couldn't tell you. The police officer, because they have the immunity, so they know. They know. They've been because homie was already in custody. The person they was looking for was already in custody. custody. So they can go walk in where they want, just laying the shit off, because they already know. And it's our, it's our, it's our right as an American to bear arms, legally bear arms. You bust into my house. I don't even care if I don't have a gun. I'm using everything I have in my power to attack whoever is coming through my home. Late at night, I can't see you. They're banging on the door, and the boyfriend says that they asked who is it multiple times. Multiple times. They said, like, make yourself known multiple times before he shot at the floor. At the floor. You had so many chances to get it right, and you chose not. You chose not to because black, these black lives were just not more significant than whatever it was you were trying to prove. And when you don't take the time to really look and research this stuff, you make really harmful statements. And it's, it sucks because our platform is not big enough where we will reach the masses like his reach the masses. So how many other people are thinking it's okay? It's her, it's their right. And it was taken, her life was taken away. It's hurtful. It's very hurtful. So, and you know, to say my part, uh, Again, you know, we say a lot about vote, 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 vote. Yes, 100% true, vote. And once we put whoever we put in office, it's our responsibility to hold them accountable to do what we, they ask them to do. Or if it's not the person that we want, we still do what we can to hold those people accountable and make sure that the Citizens Review Board in your community mm-hmm. is doing what it's supposed to be doing. And if it's not doing anything, you start calling people asking, well, why is the Citizens Review Board that you gave to us does not have the power to do what it's supposed to do? Yeah. I mean, all these different things. It's, it's a very, like, you know, there's a reason why they don't teach us all this stuff in inner city schools, because they don't want us to actually be able to use our voices or actually use our ability to vote. They don't teach you how. I didn't know what Citizens Review Board was until I turned 25. So it's like, there's all these ins and outs of living in American society that we don't learn. They just supposed to just learn at home. But I don't have a white family that's been living in America forever. I don't have that. So therefore, I need my school to teach me this. Yeah. School Because more than anything, schools, yes, it's about teaching you academics and, and shit like that. But it's about, but more than anything, school is about socializing you to live in our society. That's what school really is. And if they're not teaching us how to properly do our taxes, they're not teaching us how to get those tax breaks that everybody else is somehow learning how to get. They're not teaching us how to store our, bit, our money in offshore accounts so that we don't get, you know, you can get, you know, avoid taxes and shit like that. We're not learning how to read what's a good loan, what's a good mortgage, what's a bad one. We're not learning all that stuff. Then you just leaving us to, to hang high and dry. But clearly the, deck is stacked against us so we gotta do what we can for ourselves and teach each other so if you know you got some information that's good that can help your friends tell your friends tell your family if you know you gotta if you're thinking about what do i do in school and what do i study yes follow your passion and follow your heart and everything like that but also think about how can i use this for my friends and my family and the people around me my community that i love because i promise you 
they are not they they are not going to do it for you. Yeah. Work at colleges and universities. We can confidently tell you that these schools are not going to invest in your community. So you have to take something back from the school and bring it back to your community. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, All right, man. It that was emotional for me. So let's let's go ahead and wind down. Yeah, that's right. Wind down. All right, so what you trying to chat about next? Yo, we should talk about this. I mean, it is time for the wind down. That's cool, but after that, I need some advice. Let's wind down with the Wine Night Podcast. Let's wrap it up. Um, <sighs> you want to head out or you want to... Um, what do you want to do? How you feeling? You know... Yeah, you know what? Let's just leave the people with some with some with some good words for the for the week. We don't really have a topic today, so I think. Oh, I was gonna say one thing. I was oh, thinking. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. If you have something, I didn't have anything. Uh-huh. It's not really like a. It's not really like a wind down conversation. It's just a piece of advice that I would give to people. Um, if you are, if you are younger. Everybody's younger than somebody else, right? And there is that person that is constantly hitting you up and they're trying to get you to do stuff. They're trying to, you know, invite you, they give you opportunities and shit like that. Take advantage of it. It might not make sense why now, but please take advantage of it. There's too many people. I, I, me personally, I'm in a position now, somewhat, where I can put other people on. Mm -hmm. and it's always been my dream put other black people on Mm -hmm. but the problem is people don't answer their phone people don't answer their email people don't show up when I need them to show up and now I can't trust you and now I gotta hire somebody I don't wanna hire yeah so please I feel that put yourself in a position to succeed Sometimes literally all you got to do is just be present. We, as your older people, will do the rest. And we will bring you in and make sure you hardly work. (laughs) We would never put you in a position where you would let you be out here working dumb hard, like slaving. That's what I'm saying. It's like when people are trying to help you, please Make yourself available. Like, please, like I, I, like I said, like, it breaks my fucking heart when I, and I have so much to offer and I can't give it to them because I can't even reach them. I can't even tell you how many times just being at one event that somebody invited, especially somebody older, invited me to open up so many doors. Oh, I know so-and-so. Oh, you're trying to get an internship? No problem. Oh, you Go, you want this job? No recommendation letter? Absolutely. I, I don't even know. You just just tell me, send me your email address and give me your resume. I'll do the rest. That's that, guys. I definitely can feel that. Being in rooms, which is how a lot of, like, <laughs> you know, the pale skins kind of, like, are able to advance because they're in those rooms having those conversations with people, right? If you don't put yourself in a pot position to win, you won't. And that's just what that is, you know, in general. Um so I definitely understand. Please save yourself. Sometimes you don't want to go sit at that function. Sometimes you don't want to go have coffee with yeah. that person because you're tired. 
Trust me, I hate doing stuff. Hate them shits. Hate doing it. However, when I say it has saved me so much time in trying to put my foot through a door that I know I'm more qualified than other people to get in. They see the light in you. That, that's why they're reaching out to you. Don't dim it because, like you said, you didn't show up to that coffee lunch and they've been, they've been begging you. Old people will tell you now. They'll let you know when you've been dodging them. So you better let oh, they'll probably They will grab you. <laughs> they will grab you. Uh, definitely I'm not that yet. I'll let you go. Yeah. No, and I'm trying to, like, pass this stuff along. So I, I will add that. How about that? Yours will be make sure you show up because then if you don't, they won't trust you. What I will say is make sure you pass that stuff along. Mm-hmm. It is so easy to get caught up in X, Y, and Z. And, you know, now you're classes and bias and all of these other isses and allergies, whatever the case may be, or, or bias. I like to say all the phobias, <laughs> whatever that is. Make sure you check yourself and make sure you pass in those same tools along. Make sure you pass in, you know, offering those young people to go out and get coffee with you as well. Like, make sure you open in them doors because, like, I hate that idea of it's a crab in a barrel's mentality. We didn't put ourselves in the barrel, right? So, of course, we're going to step on each other trying to get out, right? But there's nothing wrong with once you reach the top of the barrel, reaching back in that bitch to make sure we pull out mm-hmm. the next person and making sure that person's pulling out the next person. And then there will be no more crabs in the barrel because, you know, you got each other out. So I would say make sure you and you're honestly applying them in the best way you can. So. Right. But yeah, that's what we got for y'all. So, you know what I mean? If, and also if you're, and this goes out to anybody listening right now and you're wondering, yo, like, how do I do ABC? Ask us. We tell you all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's a DM. If, and sometimes the DM could be like, "How did you do this?" Ask us, and we will help you. It could be podcast related. It could be on my end, sports related. It could be on It could be makeup, hair, like any anything related, anything related that we hear us talk about. And even if we don't know anything about it, we'll find a way to get you right. I'll find you a person that's at six degrees of separation. I don't know six how to do it. I don't know a whole bunch of other people. <laughs> yeah, closed mouths don't get fed, and and it just breaks my heart when I see so many, so much for certain people and they just bullshit and I can't even help them. So it's like, I can feel that. Yeah. Right. yeah. Let's head out. Send this out. All right. So. My wine glass empty now. <laughs> yeah, I know the vibes. So if you made it to this point, one of two things has happened. Either one, you're listening to the whole thing and we're thankful for you tuning in. Right. Or two, you're not really listening and this is just background noise for you. <laughs> If it's the first, first, you got to be fucked up over here saying that wrong shit. <laughs> Please remember, he's like, you're doing sign language on the side. You my, um, the sign language. <laughs> I'm over here, period. <laughs> <laughs> if it's the first. First, <laughs> no. Yeah, if it's the first, remember to like, subscribe, and share our content with at least one person you know this week who needs a glass of wine and good conversation. Remember, Ooh. like we said before, it's important. If you like something, like it. If you fuck with it, share it. If you really, really fuck with it, subscribe. That shit means something for people's numbers and, and where they're trying to go. So please, please, please. I'm not, not only for us. No more. <laughs> hmm? I said I don't want to do ninety five no more. I'm trying to get out, bro. Come on. Word. So like, Try. help your help your fellow entrepreneurs and stuff like that out. You know what I mean, also check us out on Instagram at the One Night Pod. You know, we told y'all we was coming back with some new content and stuff like that. So we really hope you enjoy the way our um, our page is looking. You know, if you fuck with it, please let us know. 
in the and comment so DM. Other things in store. We're so excited. Word, there's so much more coming. You're not even ready, man. So. I know. Word. I'm so excited. Okay. But if it's the second, you know what we say. Oh, still like, subscribe, and share. But you know, thanks for the stream. Peace and love, y'all.